There are two portions that deal in depth with the life of Avram Avinu of Abraham. Lech Lecha and Vayera. The fact that they're divided into two separate portions, says the Rebbe, means that they must actually represent two different aspects, two different levels of Avram's, of Abraham's approach to divine service. And that's somehow going to be expressed in the names of the portions. What's the primary difference between the life of Avraham, the li- as described in portion of Lech Lecha, and the life of Avraham as described in the portion of Ayera, the main difference is that Lech Lecha is his life up to the point of Bris Mila, of circumcision, of entering into the covenant with Hashem, whereas Vayera begins after he has circumcised himself. What's the difference between those two? And how is that hinted in their names? So the Zohar says that until Avraham Avinu went through circumcision, the, his, his prophecy, his vision of God was b'machazeh. The Torah uses the word b'machazeh, vision, which is inherently a, 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 a built on an Aramaic word, right? That represents a level of divine revelation of Targum, as is possible in translation. Whereas Vayera means a vision, but seeing, clearly seeing, in Lashon HaKadosh, in the Holy Tongue, and that's a higher level of revelation. Says the Zohar, that until Avram had a bris milah, God said, I can't reveal myself to him in, his, in my essence, because the angels will complain and say, why are you revealing yourself to him? Why are you giving him this level of revelation? Whereas once he had the bris milah, then that no longer applied, then he was able to achieve the higher level. Ask the Rebbe, what does that mean, that God is worried about the angels complaining? Either Abraham is worthy of that higher level of revelation, in which case, who cares that the angels will complain? Or he's not, in which case, it's not about the angels' complaints, it's that he hasn't reached there yet. So what's what's that Zohar mean altogether? And the Rebbe explains this based on what's explained in Hasidus, the difference between Lashon HaKadosh, the Holy Tongue, and other languages. Lashon HaKadosh, Hebrew, is referred to as an Evan, as a stone, whereas other languages are referred to as a Levena, as a brick. What's the difference between a stone and a brick? They both are things that can be used to build a house. And in, in, in Kabbalah, we talk about letters, speech, as being made up, of, made up of letters, made up of stones or bricks. We build houses. We build our words out of them. That's what language is. But there's different kinds. A stone is a natural occurring uh, component. In other words, God created it, whereas a brick is created by human beings. What's the difference between the two? The uh, Lashon HaKodesh, the Holy Tongue, Chassidus teaches us, speaks to the essence of language. It's a, it's a word that really relates to the essence of each object that it's used to describe. Whereas language, other languages, we use words that are just basically an agreement between people. In other words, we use a particular, we call a chair, a chair, and a table, a table, just so that somebody else could know what I'm talking about. But if we all chose to call a table, a chair, and a chair, a table, that would work too. Whereas in the Hebrew, in Hebrew, in Lashon HaKadosh, in the Holy Tongue, that wouldn't work. The word itself is connected to the essence of the object. According to that, says the Rebbe, you could say that that's what the Zohar means, the difference between Avraham before the bris milah and Avraham after. Avram fulfilled the entire Torah even before it was given. 
But until he had the covenant of circumcision, which was the one mitzvah, the one instruction he was given from on high, Whatever levels Avram Avinu achieved, which were the highest possible levels that a person could possibly reach, he reached till Sheresh and Evraim, to the very source of all creations. Nonetheless, it's limited by being what a human is able to achieve, what a creation is able to achieve, because he's doing it on his own power, not with any special power from above. Only once he's given a mitzvah, once he's given an instruction, the mitzvah brismila, a mitzvah, an instruction, a commandment is also giving us a special capacity that gives him the energy to reach beyond. That gives him the ability to connect on God's level, not just on the level of what a human being is able to achieve on their own. Which means that until, until the, the, the mitzvah of Mila, Avram, Avram's service of God is like a levena, like a brick. It's the perfection of humanity, but it's still only what a, what a creation is able to achieve. Whereas once he's given the mitzvah bris mila, once he actually enters into the covenant with God, then what he's achieving is on God's terms, and therefore he's able to elevate to the level of an even, to the level of a stone, to reach beyond even the source of all creation. That relates to the words Lech Lecha and Vayera, Machaze and Vayera. The vision that's in Lashin Targum that's, that comes from the Aramaic word that represents the totality of what a human being is able to achieve on their own. It's like a brick. Whereas once he enters into the covenant of Mila, then it's Vayera, then his vision is in essence, then his vision is in Lashon HaKadosh in Hebrew, because he's connecting on God's terms. That represents two different levels of prophecy, about Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy, dividing it from, from the prophecy that other prophets achieved. We're told that he was ko, he, all the other prophets were kai, like this, whereas, Av, whereas Moshe's prophecy was the level of zeh, he's able to say this. What does that mean? There's a difference between seeing something where you see enough to know that this exists, like seeing something, the shadow or, or, or an image through a, through, through a screen, that you know that it's there. You, you saw it, but yet you didn't see its essence. You can't define it. You can't describe it. And that's what prophecy of all other prophets generally was. Whereas Moshe, we're told, saw it. He saw the essence. He saw it directly like a person sees somebody face to face. Similarly, Avraham until the bris milah, the highest he can possibly achieve, the highest human achievement will be the level of machaze, a vision. He sees it, he knows it's there, but can't really define its essence, can't see its essence. Whereas after he has the bris milah, then it's on God's terms, and then he's vayera, then he sees the very essence. Now this higher level of vision, the vayera vision, that Avram has after the bris milah, that's something that angels can't possibly achieve because angels are stuck, they're a creation, and they're stuck and defined by what they are. They're not capable of reaching beyond that. So while they're a very high level of creation, obviously, they're not capable of reaching beyond their inherent definition. Only Avraham Avinu, only a human being who's been given the capacity by God, has the capacity to reach beyond that, has the capacity to achieve beyond that. According to this, you could explain what the Zohar said, that until Avram has the brismila, God is worried about the angel's complaint. It's not that he's worried about the angel's complaint as a side thing. 
The angel's complaint is what stops him from being able to have the higher vision. In other words, the same reason why angels can't reach beyond themselves, because they're defined by their definition, but a very high definition, a very high level, but nonetheless, they're defined by their own limitations of being a particular created entity and can reach no, no further than that. Avram, until his bris mila, has that same limitation that the angels have. He can reach the highest possible levels, but no further because he's defined by being a creation and he's doing it on his own power. Only after the bris mila, then he could achieve vayera, then he could achieve, achieve that true, it's that true higher level of seeing the essence because now it's on God's terms, not on his own. And that's the difference between the names, lech lecha and vayera. Lech lecha means go to you. And as the Zohar explains, it's lecha lesharashcha. Avram is going outside of everything he was on his own to his own source. But he's still defined. He's still stuck within his own source. He can reach very high levels. He could leave behind all his limitations, but he's stuck ultimately in reaching the highest possible thing he could reach is his own source, the source of his own definition. Vayera, on the other hand, means he's being shown a vision of the essence that's completely above and beyond his own capacity, his own definition. He's connecting to God on God's own terms. Maisa Ave Simin Labanim, the acts of the forefathers are assigned for the children. It's a lesson for each and every one of us. On the one hand, it's a lesson that no matter how high we've achieved, Avram Avina reaches perfection. And yet, then he goes and does a brismila. He recognizes that that's still not Vayera, that's still not the ultimate of connection. No matter how high we may achieve, we realize that that's not the ultimate bitl, the ultimate self nullification. Because even if we see godliness, maybe that's still only like a mach like a vision in Aramaic and not Vayera, not seeing the true essence on God's terms, there's always more to grow no matter how much we've achieved. There's still more to do. There's more to grow. But on the other hand, there's also the promise that if we do our service to the fullest that we're capable of reaching like Avram Avinu did, then we'll be given from above much greater gifts until the ultimate perfection of Vayera, of complete, a complete and true vision, seeing God on his own terms.